Popcorn Junkies here. Hello and welcome to the Popcorn Junkies. Welcome I... to the Popcorn Junkies. We have two filmic reference about our torsos. Can anyone guess what that one is? Don't, don't, don't tell them, Mum. Okay. See if you can guess. Can you see guess it? in the uh, comment comments below. If you haven't, subscribe to this channel because we review most films that are out, even films that you would never even dream of seeing. Yeah. Big, big tentpole films, big apart tent from Mario Brothers. Yeah. Um, we review everything. Please subscribe because you can get more of her. So she's got that. Tell she's us, tell one. us what film reference that is, and I've got this. What's the film reference for that? This is a review of Evil Dead Rise. Oh, Rise, oh, Rises. This is what I want to ask you, Mum. Okay. As a librarian. Yes. Evil Dead Rise. That has to be an instruction. Evil Dead Rise. Is it the Evil Dead? Rise? No, it's just Evil, Evil Dead, Dead Rise. Rise. Yeah, it's a clarion call. Evil Dead us. Rise, but Evil yes, but there's no exclamation mark. Well, anyway, this is the, I think this is the fifth film in the franchise of films. Mm -hmm. um, originally, The Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, and then Evil Dead Rise. We can't say the, the first ones of that without mentioning Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi? Raimi? Raimi Raimi. Sam Raimi, I think it is. Sam Raimi. Yeah. Uh, who obviously went on to direct things like the uh, Spider-Man films and all that kind huge of, kind of stuff. Huge biggie subs. Yeah, yeah. Biggie eat-ups. Huge biggie subs. Uh, and this film, in fact, his credit on this is based on characters created by. He's reached that oh. George Lucas status where he just sits and goes, this is a story. Before I ask you what you think, no. I had a huge affinity to the original Evil Dead film. Oh, I did. I thought it's it was original. excellent. When was it out? 1981. And, and even Evil Dead 2, I think, was pretty good too. 1981. Obviously, Evil Dead, I talk a lot about this. The first Evil Dead film, the Evil Dead, uh, edited by uh, Ethan Cohen or Joel Cohen, oh, and the Cohen brothers. Well, it had an indie film sensibility yeah, to it. Yeah. And it was horror, and it was a cabin in the woods, first time mm. we've had that sort of thing. Uh, I as I remember it, you know, the devils and the demons were all underneath mm. the floorboards. Mm. It, it managed to pull off that really difficult thing of being scary. I mean, genuinely. Genuinely scary, scary yeah. and funny, yeah, and, and darkly sort of grisly comic, which is quite an important combination. And if you think about the whole thing, <laughs> the whole thing about Cabin in the Woods, I mean, that is the archetypal horror film setter, isn't it? I mean, they then made a film actually called that, didn't they? But it's referred to time and time again. Well, that came originally from uh, the Evil Dead. And for me, and it's interesting because there's a reason for mentioning this. The first shot in this film mm -hmm. is a direct reference or homage to um i was thinking fromage when i say that homage to the original film which of course perfected the low to the ground shaky cam that's rushing in on a building suggesting a sort of spirit yeah, point of view yeah, so an incoming horror and malevolence and the way they did it in the original film was really interesting they had an enormously long plank of wood yes they sat in a sort of makeshift kind of uh, cradle the camera on the on wood, it, yes. and the wonderful effect in the first film of the jangliness. So it would have been something that they, they now would try and remove from the shot. Yes. Was because of the due to the length of the wood bowing in the middle and hanging as oh, they ran, it did that that's with natural suspension of the wood. Okay. Love that detail. Anyway, and, and that's what happens. There. Well, of course, the opening shot of this film does exactly the same oh, with modern technology modern in the form technology. of what, Mum? I don't know. <laughs> a drone <laughs> shot. Oh, a drone, of course, it's yeah. a drone. So we're parked in the woods. Well, we're not parked in the woods. We're parked by a lake, yes. aren't we? It's yes. another big horror trope. What is it with lakes, Mum? I don't know. I OK, don't well, know. that was an interesting line of inquiry, <laughs> wasn't it? Fantastic. Um, most of the other films always sort of reference around or riff around the same setup or similar characters. One of the most famous characters from the films is Ash. Ash Williams, played by Bruce Campbell, who was in the original yes, film. Yes, they kept going on about Bruce Campbell. I've got an action figure of Ash somewhere. Oh, have you? Yeah, with a with his chainsaw. 
there was a TV series which I never saw, and, and he became quite an emblematic, huge part of it. You'd almost probably have a badge of him on your top if you could. Uh, okay. So, Mum, what were your thoughts going into this? Had you seen the trailer? Were you excited? I was. I thought the trailer coffee was. Pretty... <laughs> <laughs> I thought the trailer was pretty damn good. So did I. I thought it was. Um, yeah, no, I looked forward to it because the trailer was so good. Wow, I these thought are... it was original. I thought it was back on form. The Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> were you aware that it was off form? Certainly was. <laughs> okay, for those of you not watching, but maybe listening, you might want to, I don't know, crash or something. What I was excited about was there was a colour palette. Yeah, the colour palette was, There was good. a look. There was, he used something like 1,700 gallons of blood in this, in the making of this film. That's how much blood they got through. I'm making a film in which we need some blood, and I'm already having to talk to the visual effects makeup coordinator about where we get this blood. But really? 1,700 gallons of blood is a serious amount of blood. But there is more, let me just... I mean, I don't want to be rushing ahead in this, but there is more blood in this film than I've ever seen in any film. Well, that's why it's 1,700 gallons. It's, yeah. it's big, big business, yeah. It's a lot of gallons. I mean, it builds up as the film it goes It builds on. up. It's a frenzied of blood, bloodletting. Frenzied um, of blood. But no, so from the trailer, I, I got a sense of colour. I thought tone was good. I thought the the grade looked nice. The, yeah, the grade. The characters looked good as well. The, you know, we weren't dealing with sort of, in a sense, the conventional suburban house. We were dealing with an apartment. We were dealing with quite a dark, green, grimy apartment possession you know woman coming out of bath different voice exorcist like yeah, voice like throwing I, like I, I like all that and, and really neat use of a spy hole in a door which i thought was yeah. a really yeah. nice device yeah. Yeah. um so i was really excited about that then we get into the film first thing talk us into the scene how does the film start mum? the lake the lake the story of the lake with the drone <laughs> with the drone mum. well that's how it starts with <laughs> a drone and a girl in a lake and and she gets scalped yeah, and and I, I, if, you know, if you can live if you get scalped. Well, as this film proves. Yes, yeah. Yeah, no. There's a very, I thought, very interesting moment. We're not really given any context. There's, there's no, three youngsters. The they're, they're on some kind of trip. It's classic America, outdoors. You know, big outdoors. So they're all staying there, and we have, I thought, a really powerful opening scene where a friend has come into the cabin essentially, and her friend is on the bed, unresponsive, facing away. Lying away from, yes, exactly. She's groaning, there's weird sounds. I think you hear a fly. She doesn't look too good. Even well, from even back. from behind, you can tell she's not, she's seen better times, better yeah. days. Um, and they're making, she's, and the, the, the girl that comes in from the lake, is making sort of, I mean, only funnily, but derogatory comments about the bloke, he's a big beefcake. He's a bit of an idiot with his yeah, drone. Yeah, which is ha ha ha, and yeah. then. And then, well, and then all sorts of vomit happens and head swirling almost, off. and she falls off and she's not well. And, and, and so what I'm saying is this kicks off with an enigma. Enigma. When I come to a horror film, I'm looking for lots of things when I'm ticking, like an Ofsted reporter. I'm going to give it more than one word though. Like an Ofsted reporter, I have lots of boxes that I want to tick and I want to see something gruesome that I haven't really seen before. Yeah. And I think, oh, nice. Pretty much. So right at the beginning, I had a big tick. Yeah, big tick for I scalp. I thought not only have we seen the scalped head, but we've seen said flap of scalp. We have. Both on the head and off the head. <laughs> <laughs> Landing. Landing on the With a squelch. Yeah. But beyond that, for a second tick in another box, is we see said scalped head. Yes. Of said scalpy. Yes. Still walking and talking. Exactly. Which is something I've always wondered. Then. I know, and me. I've wondered that. Well, the whole audience was wondering Well, I that. thought it did something very clever then, because then we cut... Well, that, that was a flash forward, actually, because then we flash back again. Yeah, we didn't know that. Now, this bit I didn't understand. Why did we flash back to a completely different set of characters in a completely different place? I don't know, except that in the long run of coming right back to the beginning... Yes. Wasn't it the same set of characters? No, it wasn't. It was no, different, different set, set of characters, characters going to the same... They were heading yeah. off. Yeah, they were. Someone clarify. I, I lost that. One of the things I will have to say is I think I was a bit disappointed, if I'm honest, that this wasn't embedded in either the same location yeah. or the same setting, actually, yeah. 
as the other films. I, th I thought we were going to get a reboot with all of the cleverness that I saw in the trailer and we were going to sort of stay quite close to, yeah. weirdly, the source material. I didn't want it to move too far. But actually what we have here is a completely different setup, isn't it? We have a setup of... Uh, a sort of siblings and a sort of hippie kind of. Yeah. She's a tattooist, the new main character. I missed isn't she? the fact that she was a tattooist. Well, she had blood, yeah, she was kind of mixing was, all the paints. She was it was a good her moment because she was dying out. Do you see what they did there, though? Because yes, you thought, yes, was yes. she scalped? Yes. Was she the scalpy grown know, up another day? She's certainly got red, red head. What, can we just say for a moment what remarkable face she's got? A weird face. Isn't she? Elisa Sutherland. Elisa Sutherland. So then we come, okay, so we come to this house. It's it's in a. The interior is a little bit like the Chelsea Hotel. Yeah, it's. it's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> Your yeses and noes are really demonstrative today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a tenement block. It ah, was, that's the word I was looking squatting. for. They're hippies. I'll tell you what it reminded me of. It made me think these are these are a bunch of people about to go to Extinction Rebellion. We've got a girl. We've got a gender fluid child. Child. And we've got a younger daughter girl. I like the fact that we were given a sort of, as they say, a sort of bohemian family structure. Yeah, no, it wasn't your conventional suburban sort of thing. You no. often have a sort of heterosexual couple moving into a house, don't you? And da, 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 da. Yeah. Or you normally have four or five uh, dissolute teenagers. Yeah, sort of like the boy in the first scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, as soon as you smoke a spiff or touch your penis, you're dead. Or if you have to try and have sex and that's it. It's over. It's over. But this was different. I thought, you know, so we, okay, so we're placing yes, the horror in a very different place. Very unairy, which for me was a bit of, again, I was thrown by that because I think one of the things about the Evil Dead I really liked is the whole wood and the forest and the centre of the wood and what lies beneath the cabin. And so... I, I like that, though. I like the sort of shininess of the, of the if not furniture exactly, but of the walls around them and the fact that mm. you really did feel you were in mm. somewhere. I mean, I've been in places like that. Yeah. And, I mean, I thought that was well conveyed, actually. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty grim in the corridors, yeah, wasn't it? Was I mean, it, you know, yeah. you, you know, obviously, the your housing association needs saying, to do don't a bit of work, don't go in the lift. And everybody goes and gets Absolutely. in the lift. And then we had this curious moment where I, I had sort of... I'd been distracted, actually, by a really annoying fire exit light on my right. Oh, OK. And I looked back and it turned into a scene from San Andreas where we had this enormous earthquake going on. Where did the earthquake come from? Which then for me, I was thinking, OK, so we must be in L.A. somewhere. We've got to be in some sort of on the San Andreas yeah, fault or something. You know. So I thought, OK, but then the earthquake was the, in a sense, the reason for them unearthing this odd sort of antechamber in which they find all these odd sort of books and Magical, magical bits and devils and sort of stuff. Yeah, records. Records, vinyl, out. absolutely. All this kind of stuff. A sort of repository, literally, of kind of old, yeah. ancient, antiquated because, kind of sinister stuff. Yeah, because the earthquake opens up a fissure underneath them, yeah. which becomes another fissure, which is like a subterranean, yeah. almost... Um, vault. Vault or li almost crypt. library. Crypt, crypt, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I, was... I, I actually thought, I was wrong-footed completely because I thought... That was the beginning of the evil dead coming up rather than them going down. I thought what caused that shaking and everything yeah. was something coming for them, not them. Oh, you thought the earthquake yeah, was? Oh, I see. Yeah. I, didn't know I think what maybe I think maybe was. it was trying to be clever and sort of make us think. The well, earthquake was a curious narrative device to access everything. It so was. I found it a bit weak, if I'm honest. Anyway, they go in there, they find this book that's in the trailer that has these remarkably vicious piranha-like teeth on it. Um, yeah. They find these records. So it's difficult even to open. I was getting Goonies vibes at this point. Yeah. Were you? Well, I certainly wasn't getting frightening, frightening vibes no. at all. No, not at all. And right down to when I saw the prop of the book with yeah. the teeth and one of the characters bleeds on it. It and just this... wasn't very good. No, and this triggered it all. Evil Dead fans, surely, if there's anyone there who's as much of an e original Evil Dead aficionado as I am, I thought it was a bit weak. And also the whole idea, I mean, once we knew, okay, it had got teeth around it, teeth mm. which caused bleeding but 
you almost one heart's one's heart sinks as you see it's a book because you know it's going to be full of devils you know that the book's going to start writing itself Very and all true. of this and you sort of think mm. oh no you shouldn't be using that as a device didn't no. you feel that yeah i did it, it felt like a very weak it was a weak trope it was a weak trope exactly and i thought maybe oh yeah but then when i saw the records the vinyl i thought i got well, my hopes is, up and my hopes went up mark same <laughs> both our hopes went up our hopes went right up mum but then did they go crashing, <laughs> they crashing down they came crashing down quite quickly. Some of the best moments in this film were actually all in the trailer. So, for example, it's so true. at the point that obviously they go through the book, we don't, we don't want to do a blow by blow account, but you know, they un they unleash the beasts, the demons yes. come and all that kind of stuff. Possessions left, right, and centre, principally around the mother figure. I'm not quite sure why it was the mother figure. But why, never mind. Exactly why. So, at the point where we have this sort of gear change of malevolence within family, which is always a lovely uh, horror thing, isn't it? Oh, I'm safe with my mum, I'm safe with my dad. No, you're not. They're the fucking monster. Yeah. Um, is when she's cracking the eggs. I thought there was some neat little one-liners like mum are you feeling a bit ill yeah yeah um i felt this needed a stronger script writer it did well it, they had some quite sort of um well uh, we've talked about the mother's sort of strange face which yeah, was yeah. good that the children looked good as well in a way didn't they i mean the boy everything with that looked face, brilliant yeah, yeah, everything yeah. was teed up yeah for a brilliant film yeah but then didn't even all anywhere. of the aspects and attributes and tropes I would have forgiven because yes. you're like, okay, this yes. is a horror yes, film. Yes, I agree. But I think what it absolutely lacked was in any way any cleverness in the script. Yeah. And I think cleverness is, it doesn't just have to be comedy, but cleverness needs to be something that, I don't know, just, I wasn't wrong footed or surprised. And I think one of the weirdest things about this film, there, there were many moments where you sort of raised an eyebrow or laughed or guffawed yeah. or, yeah. you know, went, oh, that's a bit squeamish. I wasn't scared once. No, I wasn't. And I was from the trailer. Yeah. I was unnerved by yeah. the trailer. Yeah. Uh, and so what looked good in the trailer, where she kind of came out the bath and says, Mummy is with the maggots. Yeah, I thought it was. Didn't really work in the film. I thought when Actually. she was like a spider creature in the corner of the kitchen, that worked really well in the trailer, but just felt like we've seen that before. Yeah. It didn't scare me no and, and you've got the laugh. young girl who was sort of all everything was sort of everything was sort of then built around trying to protect the young girl wasn't yes. it no it wasn't good it was mum yeah no 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 it just wasn't depressed no, no. <laughs> it just wasn't good enough i i like films that riff on or use real props that feel like you're you know, the set design and the production designer have gone to great lengths, like in Stranger Things, to sort of get that analogue feel. Yeah. And I thought they'd done a good job with that in this. I thought the set design was great. I thought the production design yeah, was great. Yeah, I agree. I thought, you know, like, so when you were listening to vinyl and the analogue music coming out of the speakers, that all felt very real. Yeah. I thought all of the prop. I mean, it's a weird thing to home in on, but I thought all the props, like the tattoos, st the stuff of the yeah. flat and the rooms, I thought were really good. Yeah. But then when it got into kind of, you know, the evil music being played in Rewind, which, let's face it, we've done Rewound voice. Since the Exorcist well, the Beatles the did it in one of their songs, well, yeah. didn't they? I mean, yeah, yeah. it's the original Exorcist, absolutely. Yeah. And I didn't feel that even if it was going to do all those things that had been so obviously done elsewhere, it needed to do it in a really robustly funny way. Yeah. It needed to have sort of such an arched kind of we're using this device again yeah, type approach. Yeah, have confidence in itself, mm. which it didn't. Did and then it? we had these subsidiary characters of the neighbours who just didn't for me add anything. You Where know, one with head? a shotgun, one, you know. Yeah, I mean, I was of... pleased when he first came out with a shotgun because I couldn't think of a way of stopping anybody, no. but then. It... They just faded into nothing. No. Then we had this curious moment, which seems to be another sort of tried and t tested trope with no irony, which is a, a sort of an amorphous mass of all the bodies of everyone that at the end. That was the weakest thing of all. Running towards her in the car park. The weakest thing of all. A, the fact that they'd gone down to the car park in this lift. Yeah. Or, or not in the lift, I can't even remember. By well, now. and there was there was one big reference out, wasn't there? Which, again, this was in the trailer, all the best bits were in the trailer. One big reference out to The Shining. 
yeah, yeah. You know, the lift's open, so much blood comes out, it's ludicrous yeah, and all that kind really of stuff. Which it really was a lot of yeah, blood. Yeah, I just, I, I thought it could have done a bit more. I mean, it lent a lot for that sort of extended sequence of looking through the spy hole. Yeah, as she was run trope. Yeah, yeah, it's a good so. trope. And I think sticking with it was good, uh, you know, but, but again, I thought it's really weird. Every time they hit upon something strong, they'd they'd almost hamstring the drama. So, for example, she's, you know, monstrous possessed mum is looking through yeah. eye hole, yeah. spy hole. Don't let her in, don't let me in, mummy, isn't that? You know, all this yeah. kind of stuff. And then they actually let the girl open the door. So once her arm comes around the door, she's yeah. suddenly not as sinister because she's actually now just an arm around the door that yeah, we've got to get rid of yeah yeah and so you had a moment there were a couple of funny moments where she got shot and she flew off didn't she at one yeah point, and then she went yeah. off to get them but a very good line here that's picked up by one of the reviewers which i don't i don't remember but it's a great line i wish i could cut you open and climb inside your body so we could stay one happy family yeah no good line good line but i think a line like that would be even better and stronger if it was embedded within a film that was giving you all of that thematically yeah, yeah. and i actually think that all i found myself feeling i don't know about you by the end of this was there was a lot I kept wanting to like about it. Yeah, and me. And it kept beginning to take me there. Yeah. And then I just found myself thinking, oh, I must go and watch Evil Dead when I get home. Yeah, yeah. The little girl says, um, you'll make a good mother, doesn't she? Because the sister, of course, is line. pregnant. Yeah. Now, I was we were, we were given that information in the first yes. five minutes, more or less. Yes. I was waiting for them to do something with that. I mean, possibly something unspeakable, because after all, it is the Evil Dead. Not only was it not unspeakable, it wasn't even hard. But doesn't, doesn't she leave the film still pregnant, Mum? Yes. But I mean, you know, Evil Dead so Rises. What? Oh. Not Evil Dead Rise, Evil Dead Rises. Oh, Rises. They needed less going on and more sort of build. And I thought yeah. they, they really, they also really hamstrung themselves by actually giving us the most efficiently scary and shocking moment right at the beginning yeah. of the film. I thought that was highly efficient. And I, I you know, I. It was, a a big... good, it was a good beginning, but I, but, you know, we were thinking it's just the beginning. Well, precisely, but then it never really got back to it that didn't. level of, and that wasn't just about gore. It didn't get back to that level of, especially as she then floated out of the water and yeah, evil no, I thought, oh, this is, you know, and it was like the sound. I was thinking, yeah, Mandy, this is this is seventies cheap sort of yeah. exploitation horror filmmaking, and then it just got a bit. It was just a bit ordinary. Was there a chainsaw anywhere? There was a chainsaw, and a chainsaw is a massive motif, isn't it? It's a motif from the first films, it's mo Ashes. Um, Where did the tool. chainsaw come from in the beginning? Wasn't it Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Well, well the first, well, I think it's the first one which named it as a kind of yeah, key sort of yeah. asset to its origin. Yeah, yeah, that's Leatherface. Yeah, yeah. There'll have been people at Evil Dead, screen, Evil Dead screen, screenings screaming with joy when the, uh, Chain, when the chainsaw was lifted. Yeah. And of course, the infamous moment where in the hallway, uh, one of the characters who's killed's eyeball flies out and yeah. into the mouth of the guy. That's what happens in, I think. Think Evil Dead One or Evil Dead Two, yeah. as they're pushing the head of a zombie or a, 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 you know a demon in the trapdoor, she's got the eye flies out of her mouth and goes into someone flies out of her head and goes into someone's mouth. Yeah, which yeah. I thought that stuck with me for years. Yeah, and I think if this was your first experience with Evil Dead, I don't think it would because times have changed, Mum. No, they, we had a group of, of young people behind us. Did you notice? They were about they thirty something. They weren't that young. No, no, no. But what I mean is, they were ready to be wanted to laugh they didn't they, say a word no but they didn't laugh it's sadly one of those films where you are watching it thinking when are we going to get to that moment that i saw in the trailer yeah yeah and when you get to them they're very good yeah but you're right moments. about the script as well i mean the little girls that's what i was going to say about the art the little girl says to her doesn't she you'll be a good mom you know how to lie to children great line it is a great line but yeah. it was sort of lost yeah and suddenly it wasn't that great a line no. i mean almost every line that should have been good wasn't mm, yeah. so 
we sound as if we're sort of doing it down, but it was a bit of a disappointment. It was a bit of a disappointment. I think they made a fatal error. So physically, I mean, I think they did a really good job of creating a new environment and yeah, location yeah, and set. Yeah. And I liked it and I believed it. And I, I wanted, I thought, okay, I, I settled into it. I thought I'm ready yeah, to be no, taken. I, I, I want the evil dead to be I taken did, to a new yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it so didn't deliver that I found myself pining quite literally for the woods. Yeah. Um, I was really excited about this. I was, I've been, this has been on my notice board as the horror of the film to get excited about, a horror film of the year to get excited about it's a incredibly um i think you know uh, iconic franchise yeah, Evil Dead. Yeah. It, it 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 struggles or has struggled in the past to fall foul of the halloween thing i don't think it becomes banal i think there is this comic aspect to it that adds to the horror but i think what this film kind of showed up to me was how it was perhaps very much a thing of its mo a moment in time back yeah, there yeah. Uh, and that everything that it did for the first time back then is so now de rigueur yeah that to even emulate just the eye eye popping and the yeah. you know it, there was nothing particularly original about this film i really like the opening the acting i mean we haven't talked generally about the i, I wasn't overly smitten with the performances no, I, I, I thought wasn't. they were okay yeah only okay but also if you add to the fact that they were only okay yeah. to a script that wasn't that good no what are we watching in no that? so there were four or five great moments i didn't feel i'm not suggesting that a horror film had, was good yeah, she was. I'm not suggesting horror films need to have some sort of deep psychoanalytical aspect to them. Yeah. But I think they are helped sometimes if there's other stuff going on other than just what is incoming with a sharp blade that's going to do something. I think she looked great, the mum. Mm. She was horrific. She was scary. The voice was good. As I say, the scenes with the eggs were good. The, the bath. Good. But it, it just didn't, it didn't engage me. It didn't scare no, me. It no. didn't entertain me as much as I was hoping to be entertained. And so I actually found it feeling slightly long by the end of 90 minutes. Yeah, I thought, well, I've done yeah. it all, done it all. And, you know, her kicking the head of her sister into the grinder at the end with some kind of sibling rivalry oh, nudge. yes, yes. I didn't even, you know, I felt they could have maybe upped the sibling rivalry thing or something. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it was almost like they introduced a sister who was pregnant. I mean, hello. And then completely, <laughs> completely forgot about the, her, that character altogether yeah well think? well i think they definitely got the, the, the pregnancy is definitely there for a follow-up and they are planning more films in the, in the franchise it's doing um, it's, tr it's trending incredibly well on, on rotten tomato it? so a lot of people oh, are obviously it? really liking it i i do worry that i think that perhaps what they're what everyone's liking about it is what i went in to like about it yeah. which is nostalgia yeah and a desire for a, a once good franchise to have been brought back from the bowels it's of death dead, yeah. and i think something similar happened with the first reboot of halloween where everyone got excited and then it just yeah. dribbled away yeah. my worry is that this will dribble away quite quickly too um, so lots of blood, but I still by the end of it didn't feel one thousand seven hundred gallons worth of blood had come my way. Well, no. Apart from actually, obviously, with the lift and all that. So yeah. if I was to score this, if I'm honest, if I'm honest, I was disappointed, mm. and I didn't want to be. Um, I would give this fifty-eight. Okay, okay. I was, I was just deep in my head thinking, I wonder if you'll give me the same as I would give. 49. I'll oh, give it. straight in. Yeah. Okay. I mean, for me, the writing was on the wall <laughs> and it all started to go very wrong with the appearance of the book, which is a strange thing for a librarian well, to say, but I just knew we were on a hide into nothing. I knew there'd be monks talking about the evil dead. I knew that there'd be, that, you know, I thought if the records look promising, I knew the mm. voice would be going backwards and we're in Beatles territory, mm. you're right. That is no longer mm. remotely frightening. And I think a lot of these films depend on however 
pedestrian the setup is or the yeah. or the the conceit yeah you know i would move to a house it was haunted by such and such and often most of the script sort of just does the telling of it yeah you've got to you've got to be invested in it yeah and in this i wasn't invested in whatever no. the backstory was i didn't no. care who the priests were i didn't care where the book came from no and really i have to be honest when the blood hit the book and the book kind of went like that i felt jumanji rather than i yeah, felt, it than almost I felt became, scary yeah 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 so 49 49 well, there you go guys I'd say still go and see it. Yeah. You know, it's a Friday night thing, but I, 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 it didn't, you know, like Megan entertained me more. Yeah, there was no laugh out loud moments, no. which I was expecting. You can't just show a book and say that, that those teeth look like anything other than... Just look like a prop. Anyway, tell us what you think. What yeah. have we missed? What did you like about it? Yeah.